Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. And I'm Kip. And this week we do our follow-up episode to a funner story. Mm-hmm. It's much funner. We're not talking about animal abuse. Woo! There is. I'm not woo for animal abuse. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> We're not animal abuse. We're wooing for... I will warn you... He's a star. He's a star. We're talking about one of the first big animal stars in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He was the biggest Hollywood star at the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Did you know our first big animal star in Hollywood was a immigrant? <gasps> nope. Did get kick him out. Get him out. Well, you want to guess? Not my America. Where did he come from? He came from France, but also. Oh my God! Even worse. But also, he actually was part of. So hang on, I'm trying to open my source. I was hoping that'd be enough time. <laughs> not enough, not <laughs> enough banter. Time. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> he was a German war dog. Ew. From, but it was from World War One. so not no. the worst Germany oh, okay. at that time. Hold on. Oh, World War One. Okay. Yeah, World yeah, yeah, yeah. War One. Okay. Oh, right. Not a Nazi. Okay. But, but he was. Hey. Uh, also, he's a dog. Whew. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we do have that one, what, that one Nazi cat. That we're still not sure sank multiple British ships. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that one. But no, this is a World War One dog. Mm-hmm. So this is Germany. Who Before just, the Nazis. Yeah, it was Germany who got pulled into a bunch of treaties and ended up in the war. Right. So yeah, Germany didn't want to go to war in World War One. It's just like oh, my cousin said, I have to go to war. So here we go. Oh, here we go. Yay, treaties. Um. So Rintenden was a German war dog found in World War One, but so September. 1918, the Allies broke through the German lines in France, mm-hmm. and one of the soldiers, Lee Duncan, a soldier from Southern California, mm-hmm. um, was, as they were, like, scouring the countryside, they found a evacuated area, which was a German war dog kettle, basically. Right. And there was a mother dog who had just given birth to puppies. And he's like, oh, the doggies were left behind. I'm going to take care of them. They are mine now. So he he kept a boy and a girl dog from the litter. He gave away the other puppies and the mother went with an officer. Okay. So they all got home. And uh, she was arrested. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was a her life of crime. <laughs> As of, she was sent to a prison for her. So, <laughs> nope. She okay. She had a home with an officer. It's fine. She she, she went home with an officer of France and um, France. Um, <laughs> so Duncan kept a girl and a boy from the litter, and he named them Nanette and Rintintin. This actually is... It's a very French name, now that I think about it. Well, they actually come from a good luck charm passed on to soldiers. Oh, okay. So there were, like, these... I'll, I'll show you a picture. They look kind of disturbing. They're like little yarn dolls. One's a boy oh and one's God, a girl. Oh, my God, the face of the boy. Lynette and Rin Tin Tin. Yeah, okay. and this right. was 
I, I did. I had good to luck. Do, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> the, the Thanks. Boy, I'm gonna have nightmares. Yeah, that boy <laughs> looks like that's a cursed image. It uh, is. Okay. Yeah. So what? It, it, they're and they are actually black dolls. No, they're yarn dolls. That was a black and white. It was um, a black and white photo of the dolls. Yeah. Okay. I'm like I have found other pictures. Like here's here's kind of like a more. Oh, okay, so they look kind of like traditional, actually like German clothes almost. They're well, kind of like the... they, they were, so they were made by uh, women and children during the time and right. normally out of or yarn. clothes, I should say. Yeah, they're peasant clothes. Colorful peasant so, They're not necessarily lederhosen, but like no, they have like, no. you know. Um, so they were tiny (laughs) yarn they have clothing on (laughs) so where their namesake came from were tiny yarn dolls so have you ever made a doll out of yarn yeah where you just take a bundle of yarn you tie off a head a neck arms and then you cut it and you can make a skirt or a little pants and then you get the hair of your enemy and then you start you know so these were thought to give protection not just rolling past it it's all good so these were thought to be given protection to people who went off and fought in the war but how they worked is you could not buy them so they weren't like bought like a soldier wouldn't go to a shop and buy this they were had to be given is how the protection worked okay so those little dolls that you get at hot topic that were like popular for a while that each represented something sure that's capitalism and not actually a charm i mean i had one of a vampire so those were very cute the little voodoo doll things that that were actual voodoo dolls Yep. Are you upset they're not authentic now? They apparently... <laughs> so, like, what is this? I attributed so much meaning to my thing that I purchased for five ninety nine at Hot Topic. So apparently... <laughs> I thought it was a real voodoo doll. They have, like, yeah. little legends behind them. One is basically, it's, like, there were two French children, a boy and a girl, who mm. survived a bombing. And then that's where they were named after supposedly but it's an urban legend type thing but what happened was people would give these to any soldiers like french children anyone passing through would give them to soldiers as a protection charm like the nanette and rintintin will protect you and so that's why he named his two dogs nanette and rintintin as they were his good luck charms that's that's quite precious yes that is what i was trying to explain but we got distracted by the creepy dolls look dolls you showed us a cursed image it is and then normal dolls yes Yes. any uncanny (laughs) it was like just just this little black boy figure and then the a white smiley face yes because it, it was very creepy it's a yeah. it's a photocopy of an image or something is what i'm thinking it looked of real creepy i need to get more cursed dolls in my log cabin you oh can't God. you can get haunted dolls this is a whole thing clearly you should go yeah. thrift shopping more i should um there's actually this little girl who's 12 and she's a local artist and she makes cursed dolls and you can buy them at a shop that's just down the road from us. You guys should come with me. We should check it out. We should, but she only she only makes them, like, creepy, right? Because I'm assuming she yeah. doesn't know how to curse them. Yeah, no, she doesn't actually. I don't think she physically curses them. Probably not a witch. <clears throat> Probably not a witch because she's 12. Yeah. <laughs> but they're spot on. Her artistry is amazing. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I derailed us. No, it, it <laughs> anyway. is fine. Um, so... Duncan finds the dogs, brings them back, they wean the dogs, he keeps to run and Nanette mm. after the good luck charms. After the good luck charms, yep. So, 
Um, the fighting ends. We win World War One. Nothing else happens. We all learn a lesson. There's never ever a, a, another uh, second, let's say, World War from this. Right. We all become Yay. better people. Uh, oh man, that was that was. You know what? That was a good experience for us. We really grew. I know. We learned world. a lot from it. We I realized so much. Open borders, you know, capitalism, lots yeah. of social programs to prevent things like that from happening again. It's yeah. very good. Taking um, care of the environment finally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just a relief. Really, I know. After it. the disillusionment of war from World War One, we realized oh never again an open conflict and we should never send uh, people out to die like that ever again. Yeah. Um, so, well, good talk, everybody. I'm gonna have so when the, my tree. <laughs> so when the fighting ended, um, Duncan actually had to convince a superior to help him smuggle Ren Tin, <laughs> Tin and Nanette onto. So they're illegal. Immigrants. They are illegal. Oh immigrants. my god! Oh my god! This is scandalous. And then they were given. He was given a job after that. So oh. I know. A, oh my god! Not so. It's a a. A soldier from the German forces found and rescued in France, not only taken care of as proper prisoner of war, then smuggled back to the U.S. as a legal citizen. And then threw them across the big screen later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, that went Whoa. poorly. World War III. Um, uh, Sydney came running in, being chased by Oliver, and she went to jump from the table. She did not make the jump. No one saw it. It was not graceful. And then she continued to it. run forward. And No one saw it, Sydney. Yes. And now Rue is a little worked up. Rue, Rue, calm down. Okay. So <laughs> that was not, we'll, we'll rework that uh, that stunt for Sydney's screen time later. Mm-hmm. So stateside, Duncan had to figure out how to get over to California. He was in New York. While he was trying to sort his life out, he, uh, he left the dogs in um, care of a uh, a woman who owned a uh, German shepherd kennel. Right. So she raised German shepherds. So he left Rintenton and Annette in her care while they um while he while Duncan was trying to figure out how to get back to California, basically. Right. Um. Sadly, Nanette became ill, and. Oh. Um, she kind of became ill on the ship, and they were hoping the breeder would help get some of that whatever sorted. She did not, and but the woman felt very bad about him, about Rintenton losing a sibling, and about Duncan losing his second dog. That she actually gave him a puppy from one of her litters, another girl. Which oh, here's I, a replacement dog. Oh I will say, um, I love Duncan. He seems like a very fascinating fellow. He was not original. Um, can anyone guess what he named the second dog? Uh, Nanette. Nanette the second. What Nanette the? F- oh my god. Nanette the second. There you go. This one's healthy. It's your new sister, Rintintin. <laughs> oh my god. He, he, like I said, I don't think Duncan is. Your sister very... shrank. It's the same one, though. Good lord. Duncan. Oh um ends up um, later in his life continuing to um, breed German Shepherd stars from and this line. They just keep so, naming them. Nanette and Rintintin, it does appear okay. that way. It's, He's not very so creative. Stupid. That's really stupid. Um, just give them their own names. You would think. Uh, I guess maybe namesake, because early stardom, you had to keep the name going. <sighs> 
Anyway, so he moves back to California. His his eyes are not on Hollywood. He's just going back to California. Where I mean, why lives. would they at this point? He ended up working at a high-end sporting goods store, and he often went on... Um, wait. Okay, so his the owner of that high-end sporting good would arrange hunting trips, and Duncan worked uh, helping train hunting dogs before the war, so he became a guide for that group. So he he's a dog trainer before this, and he devoted his off hours training his own dogs. So Duncan returns back to um, California, um, ends up on hunting trips, and he trains his dogs in the downtime. Um, they were not food trained; they were toy trained. So anytime they did a command or a treat, well, their their fun playtime was their favorite toy, and they got playtime with it. So nice. he, he did not do food motivation. He did treat, which is a lot of how um, dogs, uh, especially in the movie business, I know um, he's talked about, like, um, canine units, I think, that are trained with things because they can't have food motivation because it could upset their, like, it could. If they eat too much, they're in danger of uh, their stomach turning. Yeah. So um, yeah. Because so, if they have to go on a chase later. Yeah. Their stomach could flip. See our previous episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but be, but Brent Tintin was a, a very um, handsome dog. He was a very handsome German Shepherd. He was also very athletic, very well-trained. and I think this was back when their hind legs weren't ridiculously slanted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. another note. I have read into them just yet. I meant to say this before we uh, moved on past uh, Nanette the first. Nanette, uh, Duncan often thought that Nanette was the smarter dog. Uh. <laughs> His sister, he's like, ah, she's the much more intelligent dog. <laughs> so Rin Tin Tin, by the way, is an idiot compared to the star <laughs> his sister Nanette could have been. Oh, oh. That's really sad to think of. Yeah. We that, lost so much when we lost Nanette. Yeah. Still really smart, though. Yeah. No, he's still very smart. But and oh, my very God. Talented. She could have been. Oh. Yeah. And wow, we just got a garbage dog compared to his sister. Jeez. His sister could have been <laughs> him and think about together the star duo yeah. could have been. Damn. But then that mm. second is also very well trained and such. Is she in movies now? No. Uh-huh, okay. okay, and so Will you guys not? We just got everyone saying Isn't it all Oliver though? Yeah, yeah Oliver. Will you guys not? You mean Sydney Oliver. is running from Sydney, come over here. Anyway, um, so uh, through the connections he had through the sporting goods store and, like, leading those really cool, rich people hunting parties, mm-hmm. um, he got uh, Rintintin booked uh, for a competition for shows. So he started doing, like, show dog stuff. And there was a contest to see which dog could scale the wall, uh, uh, the highest wall, basically. Mm-hmm. Can anyone make a guess about how high Rin Tintin managed to scale. 20, Any guesses? 20 feet. Uh, that's a whole... Wow. That's, that's yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going to go 10. 10, yeah. Oh, uh, better on the second guess. 11 feet and 9 inch wall. Okay. So he won the contest, and that's like the... That's a pretty high wall. Yeah. Yeah. 20 feet, though, that would have been impressive. Maybe he had, like, a ramp or something, or trampoline. Mm. 10, uh, 11 feet's amazing. Yeah. So um, another benefit uh, Rintintin had to start actually getting into show business, he had uh, Duncan had a friend who had recently got a um, camera, like an actual recording camera. 
So he uh, so he had reels. He he yeah he uh, used uh, Rin Tin Tin to test how the camera worked. So he was experimenting with the camera, and he would film some of Rin Tin Tin's competitions. So he did have reels to send in. Nice. So one of his first film was a sil- uh, was um, let's see here. So okay, this wasn't so Strongheart was a different German Shepherd that appeared in the first film, uh, The Silent Call. It was a huge hit, and basically, it was the first movie theater star that people were like, "Oh, look at that dog on screen." And then from that, Duncan's like, oh, I bet we could do that. Mm-hmm. Like, it occurred to him, his, his own dog's pretty dang smart. What if, what if he could do what Strong? I mean, he's did? a moron compared to Nanette. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> Nanette's the genius, but, but... we have to move past this shit on, sadly. <laughs> yes. We only have mm-hmm. Nanette the seconds because I am incapable of naming my dogs other names. So, um... <laughs> unwilling to. So, Rintintin got his first shot on the film, uh... The Man from Hell's River. Um, they were originally trying to film a wolf, but the wolf was not like listening to cues and shots. Why? Yeah. Why do you mean it didn't want to? Yeah, they were. <laughs> Why having... doesn't this wild animal want to listen to these humans' directions? Uh, what? That is so funny. So what they did was they um, basically. Uh, smeared Rin Tintin's face with dirt to like help cover up some of his German Shepherd markings to make him more like wolf-like mm-hmm. early makeup, you know. Yep. And he, since he was a well-trained, behave, actual domesticated dog, yeah. uh-huh. he followed the commands well, and that was when he first got his big major parts nice. as leading dog material. Um, so part of the part of the wolf from the man from Hell's River was. Hang on, sorry, I'm I'm trying to reread my notes. So okay. that was his first bit, it, but it wasn't like a super big piece. He wanted so uh, Duncan believed his dog could be a leading dog, so he began to write his own screenplay starring Ren Ten Ten. Duncan's yeah. like, ah, no one's making movies for dogs. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. My dog deserves to be the star, see? Yes. That's exactly. That's how all of them talked back then. Mm-hmm. So, um, he ended up, uh, one of his, he got one of his scripts picked up where the North begins, and that was one of the first, it was directed by Chester Franklin, and it was one of the first big, like, Rent and Tent starring roles. And in 1923, Warner Brothers is like, you know what? That dog's got talent. So they signed him. Uh, up for a contract. So, uh, Rin Tintin was earning $1,000 per week and was insured for $10,000. And when was this? This is in 1923. Oh, my They're God. They're like that. Billionaire. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that dog has talents. Mm-hmm. And they began making, like, a series and commercials and lots of things after him. Um, they were also, by the way, uh, that is... And if anyone was wondering, $16,906 today. Yeah. That's how much he was making a week. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, I'm going to throw up. Jesus, that's so much money. Yeah. So, uh, 
Rin Tin Tin and Duncan. Our dogs are bums. Yeah, our dogs are garbage. I mean, we didn't train them we like didn't that. Train, God well, damn. We didn't rescue them from a war and train them in star films and live in Hollywood when... Mishka, what are you doing with your life? During the early... He lives the pampered life. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. During the early uh, years of years of filming when it's like, just show up and hang around a movie set and you might just become a like an actor or career film person. Yeah. That was kind of, it was a little easier back then to just wander on because people were like, what's this film industry stuff? It ain't going to take off. We got Broadway. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of luxury, Ren Tin Tin and Duncan were driven to studio daily. Um, diamonds were added to the German Shepherd's uh, collar. And Duncan would I mean, cover... I guess you have to, right, if you're making $16,000 a week. <laughs> yeah, right. You're and like, what do we do with this money to make him look more glamorous? Diamonds on his collar, I guess? But Don't uh, you know who that dog is? But That's also, because... You need to know he's wealthy. Because of the mm-hmm. diamond-colored uh, collar, Duncan would often cover him with a blanket when entering, exiting uh, the vehicles <laughs> when they were outside, because he was afraid of being robbed for yeah. his dog's collar. I feel like maybe you shouldn't have it then. Yeah. I think it was like stupid. I don't know. It's it's, it's very just a, impractical then. I don't If I you're like, like the, I might be mugged, I must hide his collar. I'm assuming I don't know. It's like I'm I get why he did article. it, but it's just stupid if you're like going to just regularly cover it up, just don't have it. I, I agree. I don't understand. It seems like a waste of money. Mm-hmm. I will talk to the article that I'm reading off Go of. Go hunt and down this if, dead man. Yes. Good Lord. Oh my god. Have a talk with him about how unreasonable he is. <laughs> uh, anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, so, I'm trying to... Okay. So, they uh, did several doggy adventures. It was very popular. Um, theaters loved all the Rintintin. So, eventually, basically, Rintintin made 26 films for Warner Brothers. He was proper. He was a such a. He was a very popular for product endorsements too. So he was on top of um, companies for uh, Ken L Ration, Ken L Biscuit, and Pup Crumbles, which I assume is a dog food. That group? sounds like such a cute name. Yes. Also, imagine your favorite actor being a dog. They could never come out later as like having a problematic scandal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that so great? It's a dog. That's very wholesome. What's interesting... Uh, Who's a good boy? So, during that time period, uh, movie stars who had contracts with studios had very weird stipulations. Because of this, Rin Tin Tin also had... Uh, he he was required to live in... Um, uh, he lived in a kennel. Like, not a... Like, there was, like, a kennel... Like, not like I live in a crate. But well, I no. live in a kennel system. So Duncan basically... Um, so he couldn't live at home? He, had to he didn't live with Duncan. He lived in a... But also, at the same time, like I said, some of the articles seems to be like Duncan seemed to raise dogs at that kennel. So I think it was more like Duncan's kennel oh, okay. that he was required. But so he, I was about to say, like it sounds kind of like the studio owns the dog. In a way, yes. But that's how more studios... More so than they should. Well, most studios, most studios own people, too. They dictated how you live, your weight even. I know, or, but if they got yeah. to dictate where you live, though, that's different. They can, they technically, if it's in your contract. Not, I know, I know if it's in the contract, but... 
Because okay, so part of this was um, concerns over like insurance, like the insurance company insuring him, so they didn't want him like traveling a lot because they were concerned the star might be injured. Right. So like there was a lot of insurance. Um, they didn't want him to roam free. They didn't want him to get hurt. His exercise had to be taken on scheduled inter- intervals on a hamster wheel device. So they were even afraid of him going like out. To the outside parks to run, so. Well, I mean, it sounds like he was well cared for. Yeah. Just give him a fenced-in area, though. And plus, he got a lot of, maybe a lot of his fun and excitement from the actual filming. Yeah. You know, because keep in mind, he was doing that. Yeah. I'm not trying to, like, yeah. I don't know. I yeah, don't know what I'm trying to a, do. <laughs> I'm sure he was well cared for overall. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think this was... Obviously, abuse, and it does sound like Duncan had a lot of like inter like he was this dog's trainer, he was this dog's caretaker. Right. So it doesn't sound like he was like taken away from Duncan, but it does sound like some weird stuff was put in place. Right. Yeah. To kind of regulate. That. Yeah. To it's that whole insurance, like like Heath was saying in the previous episodes. Normally, anything weird or bad that happens in most Hollywood, it's because of money. And right. this is, yet again, because of money. Right. Um, there were also, um, apparently some press reports uh, during some of the filming that may have caused Renton stress, like, whenever they had to, like, redo scenes, or perhaps were pushing him a little too far. Renton apparently may have taken a nip out of an actor or two out of stress. So I think that's a funny little like, oh, we had a long day of filming and Rintinton bit the shit out of me. <laughs> um, when they were not filming, Duncan had him and Rintinton on the road. Apparently they performed in Vanderbilt shows. They uh, He also took him to animal shelters and orphanages to provide awareness for social issues. So he was a Hollywood star with a purpose. Nice. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon dot com slash pet parents pod anything and everything can help we would appreciate your support petparentspod.com also lists that we are a bark box affiliate so any special offers that we have which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed are going to be on that page there's a link to bark box under the ways to support page on the website we also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special officers are going on anytime you subscribe to bark box using the link barkbox.com slash pet parents pod you can get free extra month of bark box for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. Um, he also, so Rintitin did spend most of his days working. He was, but he's also yet again, like, I think we've talked about this before, certain breeds, like a German Shepherd is a breed that tends to be a high work energy dog. So like that work is very stimulating and good for them. So I want to put that in context. It's not like you're taking little, little Fifi floof dog out of there. Who's like, I just want to lay, like if you were taking Mishka and running him through 
the ringer all day. Like, I take him to the dog park for an hour, and he's like, <gasps> I'm exhausted. How could we have ever done such pretty, hard labor? He's a pretty lazy dog. Yeah, both of them are pretty lazy. Mm-hmm. No. But, like, so this is a type of dog that was also bred in a situation to be a working war dog. Mm-hmm. Like, he's from that line. Right. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, they enjoy it. So, yes. But he spent a lot of his time, like, he, um, for instance, a typical example of important appearance involved traveling to Portland, Oregon, lay a wreath on the grave of Silverton Bobby, one of, um... Oh, okay. So, he went to a appearance which was for a animal who apparently traveled 2,500 miles away and found his way home like it was a lost dog who traveled that far back in the 20s. Wow. And so Rensington went and visited that grave when he died and was pressworthy. Like, Rensington could bring a crowd. Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the things. And, oh, Duncan also... Honestly, I wish we had more famous dogs now. Yeah. You know? I mean, they're, like, they're Instagram famous, but... Yeah. Right, yeah, I guess that's that's what it is now. Yeah, it's yeah, Insta-Dogs, you know. yeah. yeah. Um, uh, by the way, for autographs, They're Duncan had a paw print he would have, and then signed most faithfully Rintintin. I guess I want more animal celebrities. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I don't... It'd be cute, it's cute though. I don't really see much of a difference between internet famous and, and celebrity famous outside of the fact that one is acting mm-hmm. and the other one is just posting online. I almost feel like the, the internet famous animals are yeah. better taken care of. They've well, yes, especially, probably, are, yeah. probably also, we've talked about it like the past, like I don't think Duncan ever intentionally hurt Rendenton, but there were probably days where it's like, you could have probably called it, like, but that's more like, looking back in a different society when this, this man was a very different, yeah, and he was a war veteran and doing his best to take care of his animals in a weird changing, like, society Mm -hmm. so, as mentioned, that was kind of why I wanted to do the animal handling episode before this episode to put contacts on to, like, how Studio Life was. So this dog was taken care of. Like, this dog was not, like, for instance, blindfolded and run off a cliff. <laughs> right, right. Right. Um, and What's it, that one dog that I recently found that's been internet famous for a while? Uh, which one? There's so many, though. There's so many. And most of them are, like, the goofiest looking dog is internet famous. This one is actually he's the dog is internet famous because the owner talks for him. Oh, that's cute. That's a cute little. And the voice, I know if you guys heard it, you would you would here it is. It's probably one you sent us. Hi, hi, this is Tatum. That's that's the dog's voice. Oh, that's here. Let's see if I can play it. Oh, okay. The future Rintintin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't (laughs) think. If it burns, it burns so good. It is so warm. It's like a microwave outside. Doesn't that rock burn your face? I gotta tell you, Dado. If it burns, it burns so good. <laughs> it's just so the dog good. laying on like a yeah. hot rock. He's just so the video, the whole video is Tatum laying in the yard mm-hmm. with his face on 
rocks, like it's like little, little, uh, little landscape pebble. stones. Yeah, and it it's sitting in the sun, so it's got to be hot. Yeah, and so he's doing the voice. It says nice. it burns so good. And you know what? I know the face of a hot. I know the feeling of a hot rock on your face, and it does burn so good. So you know what? I love Tatum. Okay, I love Tatum. Follow Tatum on TikTok. On Instagram. Instagram. He's probably on, he's, I think he is on TikTok as well. A lot a lot of people have moved to the TikToks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I'll tell you what, daughter. That's really cute. But it's so cute. Yeah, that's a, that a cute voice. <laughs> um, So, Rintintin was obviously. Not Rintintin. No. Rin- Tatum couldn't do shit. <laughs> so, Rintintin All he did was lay on a hot rock. All he did was lay on a hot rock, and he's so cute. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. <laughs> uh, I'll let, I thought we were... No, okay. Mm. So, Ren Tintin was obviously a star that got big during the silent film era. Right. So, um, you could make noise, all the commands could be verbal, things like that. That wasn't an issue. So, he had a bad voice. <laughs> uh, so, talkies became a thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he couldn't cut it because his voice is terrible. wasn't uh, movie ready. No, in 1930, um, oh, yeah. they, um... <laughs> he had a bad, bad voice in addiction. <laughs> he got there and he was like, I remember it. Yeah, it was, really, it was real bad. He had he a sounded, Boston accent. He sounded, he sounded like a husky, like, but a really bad husky <laughs> voice. It was bad. So, while uh, in his last film from his original contract in the 1930s... Because uh, they went to talkies and he had the, a bad voice. Mm-hmm. Barking while barking and animal sounds were at first novel to audiences who were experiencing sounds. It was also hard to do filming when you had voice commands and sound commands. So Duncan, during a pause in between contracts, had to retrain him to learn hand commands. Mm. So uh, Duncan had to reassess how they were um, going to move on. Like a lot of actors in the uh, silent movie era, there was like a transition into talkies because it was a completely different type of acting. And uh, people who had unusual voices or accents often weren't able to maintain their roles because of the film industry. Right. Um, So... um, he created um, command system. Duncan signed Rintanen for a couple low-budget pictures with sounds. And uh, in 1932, Rintanen unexpectedly died of old age. Oh. Oh, yes. No, very sad. So this dog was born in, what, what did I say, 1918? Wow. All the way to 1932. Two. That's a long dog life. He he lived a long, active life. That's a long, good long dog life. And by the way, the you uh, so 1918. So he died in 1932. He was born in 1918. Yeah, 14. So he was 14 years old for a German Shepherd back in the old. 30s. Yeah, like that's a pretty well taken care of dog, especially yeah. the way veterinary medicine was at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's very impressive. By the way, when, so, Rintintin was such a popular star that this interrupted as a news bulletin on the radio. Like, nationwide, 
they had to interrupt. It was an hour-long special aired later that week. Like, they were like, breaking news, sorry to interrupt your radio program, Renton Tin passed away today, and the whole world, the whole America yes. was like, oh, not Renton Tin. They put together an hour-long special later in the week dedicated to Renton Tin. Mm. Um, sadly, even we though- interrupt your programming to- <laughs> Make you depressed. To make you horribly depressed. Beloved actor Rin Tin Tin passed away earlier today from old age, unexpected and tragic. So, so sadly, uh, during the 30s... He was surrounded by his family. <laughs> Duncan, uh, so it's the 1930s. Uh, Duncan, while Rin Tin Tin was star status, uh, he didn't actually, Duncan himself didn't have a lot of money. So he couldn't afford... Uh, well, it afford, all belonged to the dog. Yeah. No. He couldn't afford an elaborate <laughs> burial. <laughs> um, but he did bury Rintintin in a casket in the backyard of uh, his um, own home. Who's getting all the money? I I don't... Yeah, what the... I, I, what is happening making... So I think what it was... The dog was not getting so the money. <laughs> he had just re-signed Rintintin up for contracts. Mm-hmm. Rintintin died. They weren't able mm. to complete their contracts. And he is paying for kennel care for mm-hmm. his dogs. Right. And it's not just Rintintin, he had other dogs. Right. So think of so a lot of his money I don't think he was like he had a house in Los Angeles. This man was not destitute, but he right. also wasn't the, like the money coming in and going out, out didn't give enough wiggle room for, for like a elaborate for, big okay. funeral. So he buried him in his backyard. I can't pay for a funeral because I have Three foot massages today, and I'm not going to give up a single one of them. No, it wasn't that. It sounded like, it really did sound like he um, bred um, his other, like, he had, like, there was, like, Rintintin the third type stuff that ended up in film. Like, there were descendants that ended up in films. And he would even, like, from the sounds of it, because this is before Spay and Neuter really became a thing, he did also sire out the dog. So people would, like, pay for it. Like yeah, a little bit of yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel awful now. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a practical, it's a thing in life. Like, they're, they, yeah. like, especially back then before fixing an it's animal the way was things even were. things. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about this before, different times. Yeah. Um, but not long after that, Duncan realized he would need to sell the house to make money. So he did actually arrange for Rintintin to be reburied in France at the climate. Oh, I'm not going to. It's a famous um, pet cemetery in France. It's the blue. I can't speak French. (laughs) And also, uh, Cajun French isn't French. I'm still judging you. Anyway. Fine. (laughs) That's a speech impediment. Uh, I know. You just drop half the, you guys, just drop you. half of it, and uh, you got it. It's like a, oh god, I have a friend who actually does speak French. This would be a lot better for her. Cimetière des des champs est très animal des domestiques. So cemetery. It's of a the domestic animal. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a famous yeah. pet cemetery in mm-hmm. France. So um, I think that was kind of nice that Duncan's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to keep. I'm going to ship my dog to have. So he has a graveyard. Yeah, you have to sell your house. You have to 
the dog can't stay there. Yeah. Yeah. So people can go visit the cemetery. Oh, uh, just so you know, there's a dead dog corpse in the back. And he's this, probably this haunted. So famous, you're probably gonna famous movie star, by the way. <laughs> it's a famous dog corpse in your backyard. So you know, if you really wanna, just you, you might hear some knocking at night from the dog ghost and all that. But you know, he's upset that I moved. He's just upset that I moved. I kind of left him behind there. But you know, I can't be dragging a dog corpse around with me. It's just not. It's it's uncouth. It's very uncouth. Why, so, why is he from Minnesota I don't now? know. I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> by the way, um, we're going to give a small wrap-up of what happened to his descendants. We're first going to talk about what happened All the to other Rin-Tin-Tins. All the Rin-Tin-Tins. But we're going to talk about... So we're talking... Um, Rin-Tin-Tin passed away in the 1930s. Can anyone remember what important big world event that we might have foreshadowed have started uh, happening in the 1930s? Would that be World War Two? World War Two did <laughs> Break out, um, and because of that, there was my favorite war. There was a need for the canine corpse uh, starting up again, and uh, Duncan, being a previous veteran of World War One, and also a, a dog trainer, joined up as part of the. Basically, they needed military dogs donated and trainers, and he was being one of the best trainers. He volunteered to help. Right. And he trained almost five thousand dollars. Uh, five thousand dollars. Five thousand yep. dogs for the war effort during World War Two. So nice. that's what he ended up doing. That's pretty solid. Yeah. So, like I said, part of how movie industry and offspring and title work, uh, Duncan did do breeding of um, because Nanette too was from different bloodlines of Rin Tin Tin. Him and Nanette too had some babies. Okay. And they trained them up for films. Um, Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. So the most notable one um, was okay, most over time he trained four generations of Rin Tin Tin's family for films and TV. Though there were exceptions, all dogs starred as Rin Tin Tin from his bloodline. So they had like a series, the Rin Tin Tin series, and anyone who starred in it was from the Rin Tin Tin. Um they did eventually right. start naming them different things. Like right. um one of the dog one of the more famous dogs was a dog named Flame. Who was one of the descendants? Oh my God, he wasn't named Rin Tin Tin. No. And in 1960, Rin Tin Tin actually has a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Nice. Yeah. I mean, he did pretty much contribute to the success of Warner Brothers. Yes. Yeah. He he was like a a very successful and it basically from what iconic. I, the adventures of Rin Tin Tin seem to be like. A German Shepherd dog, a little boy, and his dad, and they look like they're in either like cowboy or like military outfits. So it's like a sheriff. They look like Boy Scout. Outfits. Yeah, Boy Scout. The kerchief around the neck. Yeah. So I, I don't know if this is too early for Boy Scouts. If it was like my dad's a ranger and I follow him around, and Ren Tintin's my dog, and we solve crimes. I don't yeah. know. I There's was not a specific gentleman that actually popularized that scout look. I. Can't, I I don't. The, the, the story escaped me. It has nothing to do with animals, though, so I'm going to let it go. Yeah, but um, basically the descendants continued the Rin Tin Tin stories. Um, Dun- Lee Duncan was consulted on being approached by dog breeders who wanted to pair their dogs with Rin Tin Tin. Mm-hmm. Um, Duncan had little interest in most of them, but as he got older, one... Uh, sorry. 
uh, no, this is just talking about particular uh, breeders. As he got older, basically, it sounds like he did actually want to continue the bloodline. I think it's more like he was, he's like, I want Ren Tintin to survive through the generations. Right. And he uh, apparently kind of gave um, Janetta Rootsguard Props, who ran a kennel Ooh, in that Texas. That's a German name. Wow. Um, yeah. uh, purchased a puppy, and she seems to. It, up until 1988, continued the, like, generations from Rin Tintin's offspring. And then she stopped. Um, she probably died. <laughs> and then we don't have them anymore. They're all gone. I'm sure there's plenty of Rin Tintin. She had there. apparently the contractional, like, trademark contractual. to him. Contractual. Right. Like, like contract, like, trademark. Uh -huh. Yeah, there was a contract. Because in 2015, a judge ruled that... Here, Ford overstepped her contract agreement and canceled nine of the trademarks. It's like had weird legal lint. Yeah. 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 Sure. But yeah, so uh, it all turned into weird breeding and genetic things. But like, yeah, uh, I mean, I, that sounds that sounds on par with, you know. I, like, I first heard about this dog on an episode of Drunk History, mm. it, which, by the way, is a really funny oh, episode. Okay, that's a really <laughs> it's a, episode. Yeah, you should watch the episode. Ugh. It's really funny because half the time they use, like, a, a stuffed dog and, like, <laughs> like a stuffed animal. I love when they throw a stuffed dog around when it's supposed to be <laughs> yeah, a dog. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> It's so much more entertaining than... than it's like, pretty funny. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> just, to me, it just seemed like a really interesting story about one thing, like, this GI from World War One survived with these two dogs from the war, uh, even though one didn't make it all the way out to California. It's like, they, they like, created this life for themselves post-war, and, right. like, also what it did for, like, dog stardom, because this is one of the first, like, they're like, that dog's gonna be a star! Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of interesting, the fact that the America is like, we love that! The first dog America is like, the dog died? No! No! And plus, it's it's a, it's an interesting story of early Hollywood, so... I love Famous it. dog bio. It gave dog owners everywhere unrealistic expectations. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Just For perpetual sadness. Yeah. And, and yeah. that you could be a star. Nope. 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 <laughs> now that's what Instagram is, and every time you post on Instagram, and it like, is possible though. You don't have to do nearly as much. Well, you have to post like. Every... Well, yeah, your human has to post a lot, and your animal just has to be really cute, and maybe have. You know, like an interesting personality, and that's that, or just be super cute. Yeah, yep. one of those two things. Well, I think all or, my animals or be wonky. are. Those are the options. Yeah, be wonky, yep. be super cute, be able to do some silly things, or some combination of those. Yes, yes. I, I will say what I think my my all my animals are. Star. I don't think we're ever going to be Instagram famous from. No, we don't no, do we enough don't, reels. Don't enough. Yeah. yeah. And okay. Then if you You're did, right. Um, we need a stage more. We need to obviously we need to stage more and do like actual videos. Except I don't want to do that. That's a lot of work. Mishka, wake up! You gotta start training to be a Hollywood star. As he sleeps, he sleeps on the couch. Too much. Oh my goodness! He, he's one of our lazy. Actually, he might be the laziest. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I think he's our laziest animal. By the way, like, when he's sleeping on the couch, sometimes I move. He doesn't move. I move, but it shifts him slightly from me moving, and he groans Even if like you I don't just shift shoved him. him. He's upset that you just moved. 
Like, I've had him, like, try to get off the couch to go up to bed. He's like, no, why? <laughs> he groans so much. He groans. He's a grony, grumbly, grumbly baby. That's precious. He is precious. He is precious. He's allowed to be lazy. He's not a, a working star. No. No. Illegal immigrant from... No, he's here from legally. France. He's from Georgia. He is from Georgia. <laughs> Possibly. I think that's where the rest of He seems to have been born here. Anyway... I don't know. I, mean, I don't care if, you know, animals or anyone is illegal immigrants, really. But whatever. Okay. So check out this. Oh, it, also, Rintintin did popularize uh, German Shepherds as a pet. So he was also one of the first uh, movie or film trends to create. I was like, oh, you're a fun, you're a nice pet. You're not a scary get a house war wolf. dog. Get, get a house wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did you that for German Shepherds. <laughs> okay, so Heath, where can people find us and make us Instagram famous? Well, obviously Instagram, uh, Pet Parents Pod. Uh, we also are, we have a website, PetParentsPod.com. We also are on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Discord, Pet Parents Pod. Uh, you should tell your friends and family who like animals about us. Spread the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can email us questions, comments, concerns, topic, suggestions, petparentspod at gmail.com. And as always, we will continue to try to get better, just like Rent. Oh, oh my god. Oliver <laughs> is not going to get better, though. He's just going to chase Don Sydney because that's what he does. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. Okay. Um, as always, we will continue to try to get better and not get interrupted at the end. No. This is the reality <laughs> of being a pet parent. Yes. You're in here for the nitty gritty. Yep. Forever. Okay. Well, we're going to sign off. Goodbye. Good luck with your hopes and dreams, as long as they don't include being, uh, making your pet famous. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. You can put the work in. You can put the work in online. You can try.